My name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. I'm Jenna. I am a cleric elf, and my name is Lix Balzator. And my name is Rico. I am the Dungeon Master for Season 3 of the campaign. I'm ready for Deborah's Diary. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our heroes had a bit of an uneventful day. They woke up, and they had breakfast. Delcyra was feeling pretty good. Ari was also feeling pretty good. Neith was just being herself. We're not quite sure what happened to Lux. Maybe we'll find out next episode murdered in her sleep. Ari did get a pair of new gloves. Fuck yeah. However, there there's a little premonition that they might get ripped in the future. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily there's some people in town who can fix that. Um, Galsaira, Ari, and Nice sign up for a singles combat, but Galsaira decides to do so incognito as Velsaira Gelfire? Genwater. 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 <laughs> Unreal. I still can't remember it, and I've heard it four times. Yeah. But everybody is super excited that Bianca is dead, and the economy is booming. So revelry, excitement, lots of things, and even Arya is making bets. Multiple bets on himself, on other people, on this little orphan girl that just appeared out of nowhere that happens to be about the same height as Gelsira. Um, Ares even makes a uh, bet on Gelsira. Bankrupting and the fucking... And is going to bankrupt <laughs> the, poor, the, the poor money changers. Oh, yeah, the poor money changers. Yeah, the poor <laughs> money changers. I should have flipped um, their tables over. And our heroes have everything locked away. Neat tries to get away with sneaking all our stuff in, but <sighs> alas, she was caught and had to give up all her stuff, including her robe of useful items, which could have made for some fun fights. It could have. Hmm. A total loss there. But I think that today is going to be a fun day of just some fun fights and just being being awesome. That sounds about right. All right, so we are doing singles again for each of y'all because it is not time for groups. So I'm going to have to give you all each 20 minutes for your first couple rounds of fights. Beautiful. So who's feeling froggy? Who feels like they're ready to get into the ring and start fighting? Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Nate is ready. Nate's got some new daggers she wants to try out. I was going to defer for sure, so let's 
go. Nice. So neath your Okay. Let me set the let me set the stage. Same stage. So you guys are in the gladiator holding area of the giant Colosseum. Oh, it's a beautiful Colosseum. There is a ring that goes all the way around the length of the Colosseum directly in front of you. You can see a large wrought iron gate. Looks like it would split open. Up above the gate, there is a wooden placard. When it is time for you to fight, magically your name will appear on the placard to let you know that you are up to fight. You will only see your name on the placard. You will not see who you're fighting against, but the opponent will always come out from the other side of the ring. So depending on where people have gone in the singles fight, where they've decided to mingle and just coalesce, that's the way that they will come in. So you guys are just coming in and had all your shit checked in. So you three are looking at this big giant gate there are throngs of people that go all the way around but the first name that appears on the board as it burns a name into it is neith it's the only name that's there is neith because uh, the dm doesn't know neith's last name and i don't think neith ever i don't think i've ever heard of last name yeah so actually forgotten her last name (laughs) yeah probably so you see your name there's no cry or anything there's nobody that says niece you're up yada 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 you just look at the board and you see that your name is up there so no. when you Looks see like i'm up yep mm-hmm. i might go to work niece i got this so the gates open up and they you can walk into the arena if you would like i do that however you would like as you approach the gate and get closer to it You see a gold shimmer as you walk through the entrance into the what would be the gladiator pit. There's a long hallway that goes up, but you are familiar with the shimmer. This is like a sort of magical checkpoint. Should you die, you know, you can always walk back through the doors in the underworld and you will come back to this place or this point in time. The gate on the other side opens up. There is a loud roar and a loud cheer that erupts in the entire stadium as people start chanting your name, Neath, 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 Neath. And then there are cheers and cries from the other end of the stadium as another fighter walks in. Let's call him Korg. Whatever. I don't know. That's the best name I could come up with at the top of my head. So there are a chance of Neath. There are a chance of Korg. The sun is shining brilliantly over the gladiator ring as you walk up the ramp to get into the gladiator ring. You actually can see a big giant box on the opposite side of the ring where you are. You can see Eris and the 12 Olympians all sitting on nice, comfortable, cushy seats. Um, They are clapping and cheering for you because you're one of their favorite. There are people there chanting and cheering for Korg. Korg stands at about seven feet tall. He has heavy plate on. He has a shield and a sword, no helmet. 
just a headband. You looking at Korg would probably decide a big guy like this is probably some sort of fighter or warrior type. And Korg walks to the center of the ring and he bangs his sword on his shield and he points at you, ready to charge. At this point, you are free to charge him or run away from him. But now we are going to get into combat. You hear a loud roar from Korg as he begins to rush you from across the gladiator room. So he's rushing at me? He's rushing at you. Beautiful. I pull out one of my arrows, one of the special ones I had made where the arrowhead is horizontal instead of vertical mm-hmm. to fit under ribs. And I shoot straight at him. All right. So you shoot. <laughs> is this one of your explosive tipped arrows? No. Oh, okay. This, this is like, this, these are little it's like barbed. like an armor piercing arrow. Yeah. These are like right. barbed arrows that are meant to be able to slide underneath, like between ribs. Yeah. No, to cut through armor, yeah. which is not meant for piercing weapons it's great for slashing and bashing weapons okay so you shoot an arrow you hear a large thwip as the arrow cuts through the air yep you hear the both the bow the bowstring thwip there is a whistle as the arrow cuts through the air korg takes his shield and he swings it out from in front of him and deflects your arrow oh shit and he continues to rush down on you and charges directly into you with his shield for a shield bash and hits you square in the chest and does a total of four damage to you as he rushes into you with his shield and pushes you back towards the gate. <laughs> How big of a shield does he have? He's got a kite shield, so it's probably... 50 feet wide. Nah, it's probably <laughs> two and a half feet wide, three feet tall, like it would cover his full torso. But it's coming. It's like coming down to a point yeah, it's, in it's the slanted. front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's okay. square up top. And then it comes down to a point at the bottom. All right. So he he bashes me back. I'm coming back. But then as I'm coming back, I'm grabbing my new daggers. I'm super excited. Okay. So it's like, oh, grab my daggers. And I pull them out and then come in from like the sides going for like spleens. Nice. Down All right, here so level. one of his... Which should be easy, because he's like two feet taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> one of his hands is holding the shield. He's able to deflect one dagger. He does not see the speed in which you have produced both daggers. So the second dagger, which one was it? Twisted or Fate? Because it's going to be I've hitting him on I've got twisted in right my side. left, and I've got Fate in my right. All right, so you hit him with Fate square in the kidney side area. Nice. What's the damage on Fate? I just got rid of the character 3D6 plus 4. 3D6 plus 4, so that's 6, 12, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Have you do 11 damage to him? And then D6 necrotic. Oh, so hold on. 3D6 plus 4, 18, 22 plus 6 is 28. Halved? What's 28 halved? 19 damage. 53. 19 damage. You do 19 damage to Korg as he screams out in horrible pain. This was necrotic damage, right? Yes. So there is a large black spot that begins to grow on his armor, and it looks like the necrotic damage may be eating at the flesh underneath, and you see a little bit of flesh and blood pour out from under his armor as Mm. he winces in immense pain. And as he winces in immense pain, he swings his sword at you, 
to hit you with it. It's going to connect with your shoulder area because you've weakened his sword side. So what normally would have been a full hit with the sword, it's more of a glancing blow. You're only going to take six damage from his sword as it cuts into your shoulder arm area, like up shoulder. Like he might have been aiming for your neck, but because you'd weakened his arm, his sword arm side, he wasn't able to lift his sword up all the way as the necrotic damage begins to eat at his flesh and make him a little bit weaker. And then I'm going to use my uncanny dodge to have that. Oh, sounds good. So what, three damage? Yeah. You're next up to place a hit on Korg. So what he just do to me? He swung a He swung his sword at you? Swung a sword, glanced off my shoulder. So he's like this. So his side would pretty exposed, right? Yeah, he's he's so extended. Twisted goes in then. Yeah. So you jam the dagger deeper into his already damaged side? Wait. Oh, so yeah, so he turns so that his damage side is exposed to me? Yes, because he swung his sword, which you had already damaged. So he, yep. that so side yeah, Twisted would now come in. So Fate was the one that got him the first time. So now I'm coming in with Twisted. Oh, okay. So in the process of him hitting you with your sword, with your evasion, you spin away from him and crouch down a little bit. With your back to him, you slice the other dagger into the already injured side. Because evasion lets you do cool shit like that to mitigate the damage from the blow. What's the damage on that? That's 2d6 plus 6, isn't it? Plus a d4? Plus a d4 poison. <sighs> God damn, these daggers are OP. 12, 18, 22. So you do another 11 damage to him. And he winces out in incredible pain as what was now rotting and necrotic flesh... Does he like now, fall to a knee or anything? Yeah, he's getting ready to. He's going to drop his sword and fall to one knee. and Because I want to be ready side. for that and just do a whole like elbow bash to the face. Yeah, which you totally will be able to do. He drops his sword because of all the damage that is done to this one targeted side. Smart play, by the way. Targeting very assassiny of you. So he drops his sword. He now is disarmed with a sword. Drops to one knee. And you go to elbow him? Yeah, just elbow him in the face. All right, so you... Because you said he didn't have a helmet on, right? No, he doesn't have a helmet. There you so go. So you put an elbow square into his face. Butt. Nope, not his butt. <laughs> Unfortunately, an unarmed strike for you is only like a D4, so we'll call that two damage. So you're, you elbow him right in the nose. Yeah, I wasn't going for damage. I was going for more of like... Yeah, so his eyes are going to water and his nose is yeah. going to start bleeding, but he Sexy. is clearly distracted because his eyes are a little bit blurry. But as you elbowed him with your back to him, he, from his kneeling position, bull rushes into you with your back to him and he pins you onto the ground and he, with his shield arm, takes his shield and begins bashing it into the back of your skull as your head is exposed to him now with you on your back. It's only going to do six damage, which really isn't a whole lot with consecutive hits. But he is now, you are now mounted with him on your back with him bashing mm. his shield into your skull. But that one side of him is getting worse. You can actually smell the flesh as it's continuing to rot. I'm about to lose 200 gold, yo. Come on. Hold on. 
on. Not even remotely. She's doing just fine. Yeah. Korg is in a lot worse shape than she is, I can tell you that. Because each round, the necrotic damage and poison damage continues to build up. Everybody's like, ah, come on, Neath. Get your head bashed. You're doing good. Doing really good. I put money on you. Okay, so he's going in, so his shield's coming up and then coming down, Mm -hmm. and I'm like really tiny compared to him. Yes. Yes. So I would like to take, but his his shield arm, yeah. So his shield, is he holding me down with his other arm? With his other arm, yeah. But not as strongly as he normally would be, because that side of his body is severely injured. If you were trying to break away from his hold, you absolutely could. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to. I want to take basically. Yeah, basically, what I want to do is like break away and then take my dash action, kind of dart out. Okay. So as he's beating on the back of your head, he's trying to pin you down, but it's not as strong as it could be because that side is severely damaged. So in one swing, as he swings up, you feel his hand lift up off of you and. You can roll out from under him, like you can kip up and roll out from under him and roll forward, and as you roll forward, you can then propel yourself forward, boost yourself forward. Yeah, and then you can be turnarounding facing him if you would like. He's Because you disengage, you're probably a good 15, 20 feet from him. He was He's going to have to, to get up and charge after you before he gets to attack you again. Unfortunately, warriors don't have any magic. <laughs> That's what I kind of figured with this person. Sweet. So I do that. Sure. Korg's going to get up and try and charge at you again. But this time, because he's already charged at me once, so I'm kind of expecting it. The goal is then to try to to dodge. Oh, you can. You can easily dash to the side. Okay. So I dash to the side and kind of want to do one of those like turn and then coming. And the goal is to dash to the side where he's hurt. Oh, okay. And then come to come, like, do the little twist back, bringing dagger into oh, Jesus. his side again. I'm just going right <laughs> for the same spot. All right. So as he charges after you, you deftly spin to the side. As you spin to the already damaged side, you can kind of let him run into your dagger. You can just hold it out and he will run into the dagger and get slashed in the side. As you slash into a side, are you using the necrotic dagger? Yes. The leather straps on his armor begin, well, they don't begin. They they snap and cut, and his chest piece falls off, and he wasn't wearing much under there except another shirt. And you can see that the leather is rotted and dripping with poison. The multiple stab wounds, now the third stab wound to his side is actually exposed part of the muscle and bone that would be right here. Um, I don't know what those muscles are called um, in your core. Oh, dicks. No, definitely not dicks. Your abdominals? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You can actually see that the flesh is starting to peel away oh, from abdominal muscle. Transverse. And the blood is starting to pour a little bit heavier. He coughs pretty violently, and blood comes up as he grips his side and 
he looks back at you and he drops his shield to the ground and he goes to grip at you with his hands around your neck unarmored now it seems like at this point he is just all fury and rage and just wants to kill you so he's going to charge at you to grapple you and choke you around your neck and he will get as close to you as at least getting his hands around your neck before I'll let you figure out what you would like to do to him next. But as of now, Cork has his hands around your neck. He hasn't started to grip yet, but because you are as dexterous and as versatile a warrior as you are, it's almost in slow motion. You know this guy now has So he's just like going at me you. with both. Yeah, to try and choke you to death because he is bigger than you and ultimately probably stronger than you. Oh, you know what I want to do? I'm just going to take literally one dagger each arm, and the goal is to stab him starting at the elbow and just slice up his. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Savage. All right, so this is incredibly easy for you to do because he does, in fact, get his hands around your neck and starts to grip. But simultaneously, as he starts to grip your throat, you feel twisted and fate cut into the joints and the flesh of his elbows. And as you rake the daggers up, the length of his arms towards you, you can see the arms flay open as tendons and muscle begin to fall off of his arms. And he cries out in immense pain before he collapses on his knees in front of you with both of his (laughs) flayed arms that have been cut open at his side. And he looks up at you and he utters a curse and spits blood at you that is laced with poison and necrotic damage. You're not going to suffer any effects from it. But looking at Korg with flayed open arms and a abdominal muscles and a chest cavity that's becoming more apparent (laughs) as this eats away at his body he is not going to present much of a challenge for you on a scale of 1 to 80 he's probably at about a 4 so he is now putty in your hands and at your mercy he's got no weapons he's got no armor his arms have been split in twain he is now yours to toy with and do what you will in this tournament of blood. I just I just pick up my foot, place the heel of my boot on his forehead, and just try to just push him over. No shit. <laughs> Not what I thought you were going to do. So you put the heel of your foot on his forehead, and he would normally try to reach up and grab you, but his hands and arms have been split in half. Um, I'm way too much pleasure out of this. And he falls backwards into the sands amidst blood and rotting flesh and <gasps> Ooh, I know what I want to do. poison. And his eyes roll back into his head as he starts to gurgle up blood. I walk over and I pick up his shield and I walk back over to him. Now, again, the shield's probably really big for me, so it's a little unwieldy. It's only about three feet. So. Oh, okay, cool. But I take it and I just whack his head with it. Are you going to pull your punch or are you going to kill him? I'm going to pull my punch. Okay. Decisions. So you 
Yeah, it is. So you take the shield uh, with as much grace and strength as you can. and I want him to know I could have killed him. Yeah. And in sweet, sweet payback, you take his own shield and bash him in the head with it. The last thing Korg hears before it all goes black and quiet is a loud thud of metal against skull and his ears ringing as the whole arena cheers and roars in raucous applause watching Neath. To them, it looks like you just brained this guy with his own shield. (laughs) And the thud is so large, it echoes throughout the walls of the arena. Everybody hears it, and there's a loud loud metal ringing as the shield begins to wobble and you know reverberate and then his eyes close and he lays there motionless uh, still breathing you can see that he's still breathing whatever that last second that you pulled your punch probably spared his life korg is very very likely not going to survive if there isn't some sort of medical help but no medical help is going to come as long as you were still in the arena. So at this point, you can... Oh, I just, like, chuck a shield off to the side, just turn around and start walking away. Oh, okay, good deal. So you start to walk away? Yeah. All right, so the gods let out a large cheer and stand up and applaud for you, showing infinite mercy on a lesser opponent. And as you are walking away towards what would be your gates. They open up and a couple clerics and paladins rush past you up the ramp as you descend the ramp. Korg is going to need a fair amount of healing magic and probably some physical therapy to get (laughs) use of his arms back. It is not pretty how you flayed this man from... Sternum to arms. Probably psychotherapy, too. <laughs> Don't touch my neck. Yeah, probably do at the minimum. And as you walk down your path, you hear Athena in your head. She says, that took great restraint. I would not have done so. You have surprised me. And you hear her applause over everybody else's. Like, everybody in the arena is applauding, and there's a lot of applauding. Applausing. Applausing. <laughs> yeah. Applauding. There is a large cheer, but you hear Athena above everybody nice. else. And then you walk back down into the arena and the gates close under you or behind you. They wouldn't close under you. <laughs> they close behind you. Do I see like any towels or anything? There are lecterns of water. There are towels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I go and like get a towel and some water, and I'm sure there's some stuff all over me. Yeah, there's the blood that <laughs> he split on you. There's the blood spray from yeah. his brain after you banged him with his own shield. The back of your head is cut open. You can feel the blood like dripping out of the back of your head and going yeah. down your neck. Oh, yeah. Start cleaning that off. Yeah, so you can, if you would like. Yeah. You can even go see a cleric or a paladin for some quick healing. I first quickly wipe off my daggers, get them nice and clean before I sheet them again. Oh, really? Yeah, your daggers love blood, baby. I'm going to give you an option to really consider that option. You got told. They told you. Hephaestus, my dude. I mean, if they've been cutting stuff open this whole time, I'm... They love it. 
they got minds of their own. I just don't know if I could put daggers that are all... Like, okay, so I look at the daggers. Is the blood still, like, on them, or is, like, the blood being soaked into them? The blood is still on them, but if you are looking closely enough, you will see it... How are you holding the daggers? With their feet. You're holding them pointed downwards or vertical? Like, horizontal. Oh, okay, so you can actually see the blood trailing towards the pommel. Okay. Like, it's not dripping down. Down, it is horizontally going to the into the pommel of the blade. Okay, well, I'm just going to keep these blades out then. Self-cleaning blades, yep. Until they <laughs> do their thing. So you and remember, I'm... were you there? You were there with uh, when Lux killed somebody and was sprayed with blood. Yeah, during the coup de gras, All of the blood that was coalescing into the center of her armor. It yeah. kind of looks like that. Like the blood is crawling into the pommel. Into the, yeah. the handle of the, okay. Yeah, well, since I've noticed that, I'm just going to then wait to put the Yeah, so it looks like the blades are slowly drinking the blood. Okay. Wow. Beautiful. Well, then I'm going to go find somebody to take care of the back of my head. Yeah, you can easily find <laughs> yeah. a cleric or, or anything like that that can patch you up. Cool. Uh, they're going to ask, uh, how do you want to be, do you just want us to seal a wound or would you like to be refreshed? I would love to be refreshed. All right, and they will heal Not you back up. Down. They will heal you back up to your full HP total of 82, right? Yes. That's 100 gold. It's not 100 gold. It's no gold. It's a tournament of blood. They'll heal you for free. It's what they're here for. Gangster. So that was Nice's first bout. Um, You know that you have made a small little amount of money on Neith. Didn't you bet on Neith, right? I did. I did. Yeah, Yeah, you bet on Neith. 200 gold down on Neith. Yeah, so you know that that bet is paid off. Nice. Probably got 20 gold out of it. And then, yeah, on the ticket... You see Neath's name with round one next to it, and that line that her name is crossed off on that ticket with like a little golden star or something. It's a considerably large ticket that just has one line with her name. Probably come to realize each bout is going to be more that you win on the bet. Nice. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) And then there are people, as you come back in, that kind of part out of your way, because they just watched you flay this guy. Yeah. And uh, they look a little intimidated by you and your daggers. And they're hushed whispers about, oh my God, I hope I never have to fight her. I like my new daggers. I hope somebody will kill me, or I'm out before I have to see her. Congratulations. You won your first match. Nice. One down, eight to go. Congratulations. Ari's going to hit you with a well done, Neith. Thanks, Ari. I kind of give you a very discreet thumbs up. like Little orphan girl. <laughs> What's this little orphan girl? <laughs> well, that went a lot quicker than I thought it did, but that took about 20 minutes. Not yeah. bad at all. Which one of you shipbirds wants to go next? You want to go? Okay, I'll go. You go. Okay, I'll little go. Little orphan girl. All right, so the board lights up with Seraphin <laughs> Jelly Belly. <laughs> I can't remember your fake name. Little Jelly. <laughs> Whatever your name was, I'm very sorry. I legit cannot remember. This- but your 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 fake name shows up on the board, and then everybody looks over at you <laughs> and begins to snicker and laugh a little bit, like. This is not going to take very long, and they begin to, you know, do some calisthenics, get it ready because they <laughs> think they're going up very, very soon. 
I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's fine. You guys can think that if you want. Well, the gate's open. You are free to walk outwards towards the arena. I kind of like, I kind of sort of like scamper out there. Nice. So as you begin to scamper out, there are no cheers for you, (laughs) except one very loud, boisterous cheer coming from all the way across the arena. You can see the whole gallery of the 12 gods, and Ares is the one cheering and clapping for you. From the other side of the arena comes a massive, (laughs) massive (laughs) ogre looking of a man. I'm fairly concerned about my bout now. Looks like half man, looks like orc, could be a half orc, and by massive I mean like nine and a half feet tall. A orc. Probably (laughs) 350 pounds, but muscle, not 350 pounds of fat, and he has on him two axes. He's about to murder this little orphan girl. And you hear a large animalistic growl coming from him that doesn't sound like a half-orc growl, Uh-oh. but sounds more like some sort of wild, vicious animal. Like, maybe he's taken on an aspect of some predator or another. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls out both of the axes from off of his belt, and he clinks them loudly, and he throws one of them at you. Oh, you're dead. Good game. I go to dodge it. You do. It whirs past your head. You actually feel it go so close to your head. You feel the breeze and you feel your hair rustle as a couple pieces of hair trickle down from your head. Free haircut. Like had you (laughs) not moved, it's a very good possibility that this axe was going right for your head. This half-orc has made... No effort to hide his intentions of absolutely just ripping this little girl apart. How far away is he? Probably about 60 feet. I would like to cast Flaming Sphere. Um, so that's... Uh, it has it has a range of 60 feet, actually. Sweet. So it's basically just, just exactly that. A flame, uh, Flaming Sphere, they have to make a deck saving throw. 2d6 fire damage on a failed save. 2d6 on a failed save. Mm-hmm. So 12 halved is going to be six. He's going to take six damage as he walks through the flaming sphere. Like you see him enter the sphere. You see him come out of the sphere. There is fire that is licking on his shoulders. It looks like it did in fact burn him but he doesn't seem too concerned about the flaming sphere. Oh, he's a demon, baby. <laughs> and he takes his other axe that he had. Slices off and No, he slices through <laughs> the flaming sphere and cuts it in half. It's and as he cuts it in half, it explodes and dissipates. Oh. And there is no more flaming sphere. 
and then he sticks out his empty hand in your direction, and he makes like a gripping motion. Uh-oh. And as he does so, his other axe, you hear it, comes whirring back towards you, and it cuts across your neck for six damage. Oof. As it keeps as it is it places a nice deep cut into your neck and material and like how thor calls his hammer Mm. he calls his axe back um how okay so he's about 60 feet away right uh he's probably about 50 feet away. 50 feet okay um through your flaming sphere was an intimidation thing i see how big is the arena oh gosh like the fighting area like 200 feet all the way around so would you say that um he's with he's like away like 50 at least 50 feet away from the spectators then at minimum at least okay yeah (laughs) 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 um i don't like to cast reverse gravity on him Sure. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to make him fly 100 feet up in the air and just hold him there for a minute. And then I'm just going to drop him. All right. So you cast your reverse gravity on him. He flies up 100 <laughs> feet straight up in the air. And you can still see him looking down at you. And for one whole minute, his eyes are fixed on you entirely. <laughs> Does not look away. And when do you drop him? After after a full minute? After a full minute. So you, the spell ends? Mm-hmm. I read the spell only lasts yeah. for a full minute. All right, so the spell ends. As the spell ends, you hear a large crack of thunder above your head, and there is a bolt of lightning that descends from the sky and strikes directly on top of you. You take 12 lightning damage from his thunderbolt because you just held him there for a good minute. He had plenty of time to concentrate and summon (laughs) lightning. Whoops. And as he's falling, you see him shift into a large pterosaur, like a pterodactyl. And as he is dropping, he begins to dive at you in pterosaur form. And he is rapidly gaining on you at about 10 feet, 15 feet, 20 feet per second. Little orphan jelly gonna catch him. Um, He will be on you in about four seconds. And you can see large rows of sharp, jagged teeth. And as he was shifting his claws of his pterosaur form, his axes turned into those claws. I am wild shape into an elephant. Oh, sweet. So this giant pterosaur descends on you with its big giant claws and they dig in to you. And as they dig into you, he rakes forward towards your giant elephant tusks to hold onto your tusk and begins to bite at your trunk and face and eyes. You are going to take... Eight more damage as his bite attack begins to bite into you. Oh, you're dead. Well, that was my not el- even that was close. My, that was my elephant hit point. So eight damage, you say? Okay, yep. okay. So now you have this pterosaur whose claws are holding onto your tusk, and it is continuously biting at your face and eyes. There are loud, shrill screeches as piece of elephant flesh is torn away. 
There is blood in your eyes. You hear Ares cheering loudly at this violent bestial spectator sport. Um, I try to shake him, shake him off of me. Come on, child. I put money on you. <laughs> so as you shake, you are able to shake free one claw. There is one that is still firmly gripped onto you, and he bites onto your ear to keep from being flung off. Um, am I able to take... Uh, so he's like basically like on... The side of your head. I want to try to... Um, yeah, I want to try do to Do or shake. do not. There is no try. I, I want to shake him off of me completely. You are not going to be able to shake him all the way off. That other claw has a good grip, and he's still biting onto your ear. I want to run. Charge? Charge. That's what I want. Right into the wall. Brilliant. So there is a large elephant, (laughs) whatever sound elephants make, and she begins to charge into the wall. I presume you're going to take the longest way possible to do the most amount of damage you can Mm -hmm. with a charge what's the damage on charge 50 no it's not but i know it's not insignificant um basically they have to beat a a dc um he's attached to you he's not going to be able to beat any save okay uh well the it doesn't really do damage so much as it knocks him prone but um and then i can do a stomp but the charging speed is 40 feet so for all right so for about four and a half seconds, you charge. He's still biting and claw and biting at your ear, but with his other hand, he's raking across your eyes. He is unaware of what you are about to do to him. You're going to take another 12 damage as he rakes and bites at you. And then after that four and a half seconds of running, you plow him smash yes. into the wall. Nice. Yes. His other claw lets go of your tusk. His head bangs heartily against the wall of the arena. It shakes. You can see the people in the rows like brace themselves as it shakes their entire section of the arena. And it the pterosaur lets out an incredibly vicious and large scream, not of like intimidation or terror, but one of pain. <laughs> You hear ribs crack and bones break as he falls to the ground and shifts out of his pterosaur form back into his half-orc form with his two daggers, two daggers, sorry, two axes. And as you are now a towering elephant taller than him, he's going to take both of his axes and slice straight up at your neck and your trunk for 12 damage. And he is now under you with his axes in your trunk and neck. I want to stomp him. Ooh, shapeshifter fights are fun as fuck. This is a blast. (laughs) So you go to stomp him. You put one of your giant, massive elephant feet directly onto his chest and force him to the ground. Yes. And as he's going to the ground, he shifts into a rather large snake oh my god what am i fighting (laughs) fighting a a half-orc druid boom baby and the giant snake he's it's really not it's not weird how dare you (laughs) druids exist and as you feel (laughs) your foot crush him under the weight of the foot 
The rest of his body begins to wrap around your leg. Uh-oh. Going up towards your neck, and you begin to feel constricting. Uh-oh. And his head comes around to one of your eyes, and he lets out a large hiss and a with a forked tongue, and you can see venom dripping from his fangs. But he's beginning to constrict around your neck. Oh, you're dead. Not really. Not um, yet. Super dead. I'd like to try to gore him. Not going to be able mm. to gore him. He's wrapped around your neck. Okay. Um, I would like to uh, unshape shift then. Back to what? Back to normal form. Jelly or yeah? Dwarf? Because because I'm thinking if he's around my neck, then if I go back to normal form, I'm going to slip right through and then free myself. No, that's a really good plan. That's exactly what happens. You okay. drop your elephant form. He looks surprised. And as he begins to fall from being around your neck, he's hissing and he's going to bite at your tiny little face. And I go to polymorph into a T-Rex. Oh, shit. You do. You polymorph into a (laughs) T-Rex and he bites at where your face would have been, but just hits thin air. And what would he be holding on to at this point? Nothing, really. Boner. Because you... So... (laughs) shit there's nothing he can do as a snake so he begins to try to slither away from this giant tyrannosaurus rex i want to try to step on him sweet you do you step on him (laughs) you step on him thoroughly and you feel hundreds of snake bones break (laughs) and shatter under the weight of your big giant t-rex foot we are not merciful. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he was going to kill her. That's true. You too. <laughs> and as you step on his snake body, he unshifts from his snake form back into his half-orc form and throws both of his axes at your big giant T-Rex body that's going to be really, really hard to miss. You're going to take... Another 12 damage as both axes plunge directly into your chest. He, however... Dead as fuck. You can... No, she's not. <laughs> she is not even T-Rex hit points now. Yeah. Um, you can see a couple ribs poking out of his chest. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, they're open fractures of his rib bones, and he is bleeding and panting quite heavily, but he doesn't look deterred from your action he looks like he's concentrating yep mighty hard okay i want to try to stop him then and i just want to go to uh i want to whack him with my tail sweet whack. Mm-hmm. So you swing around to whack him with your tail yep shake that booty so you swing around and whack him with your tail he goes and he doubles <laughs> over as he's being flung back and as he's being flung back you feel the ground rumble underneath you and you start to feel the earth and stone beneath your feet Uh-oh. begin to shake. There is a rather large earth elemental that begins to form oh, no. up under oh, you. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> and as the, earth el- yeah, as the earth elemental comes up, it punches and bash. Uh, how many bash attacks did the earth elemental? Two, right? Yeah, yeah. Two smashing attacks yep. that smash into your giant Tyrannosaurus Rex stomach and rib cage. Dead. Uh, what was the damage on the smash attack? Oh, man, it's so much. Uh, wasn't it like 2d10, something like that? 
It's a plus eight to hit, and then it's, oh, it's, it's automatically going to 2d8 plus five bludgeon. 2d8, 16, 21, 42 have. So you're going to take 21 damage oh, in your T-Rex yeah, form. baby. As, Earthy don't play around. As uh, you feel two giant fists of stone Ooh. bash into your giant form. And the half-orc is looking at the earth elemental. And the earth elemental goes to grab the axes out of your chest and sternum. Oof. Um, I'm just going to ignore the earth elemental and just keep keep attacking the orc. Uh, so you're going to charge the orc? Yep, I'm going to charge the orc. How fast does a T-Rex move? Um, it's got to be something crazy, right? 50 feet. 50 feet? Mm-hmm. How long is a T-Rex? 100,000. 32 feet long, I believe, is how long they are. Look at you, chosen yeah. museum goer. <laughs> yep. I'm going to ask the question and answer. What's it the speed of an Earth Elemental? Thirty. Thirty. So you're going to get one second. You're fifty feet closer to the orc, and you feel the Earth Elemental grip onto your tail. Oh no! Kaboom, baby! And it begins to pull you back towards it and away from the orc. And the orc stands up hunched over holding his exposed ribs as the earth elemental begins to grip and crush your tail it's not going to do that much damage like four damage just from the crushing so it's not a significant amount of damage but you now comfortable though but now Mm -hmm. you have this big giant earth elemental that is gripping and crushing your tail and it is slowly pulling you back towards it it's likely you know this going to go up for some more bashing attacks or to try and spin you around or just rip your <laughs> tail off of your body or mount you <laughs> um okay i would like to try to um take well i guess i have small claws so i can't probably do that nope small little t-rex yeah <laughs> <laughs> script your tail yeah um i try to kind of just like shake him off me basically you're not going to be able to shake him off of me mm. and it's got a lot of hp so you can see the orc. He's still sitting there. He looks badly damaged. How he far is, away is he? From where oh. you are, mm-hmm. you went 50 feet. You probably knocked him 60 feet away. You're probably only about 30 feet away from him. Spit T-Rex poison at him. <laughs> um, I would like to... Um, you probably had that. We don't know. I'd like to unpolymorph. Oh, smart call. And then I would like to... Shit. Um... I would like to wild shape into a giant eagle. Mm, yeah. And because, you know, Earth Elemental can't get me when I'm in the air. Nope. <laughs> so then I would like to fly and attack the orc. So the orc is hella concentrating on his Earth Elemental. He's doubled over, does not see you on polymorph and then shift into your vicious raptor eagle form. So you are able to descend on to the orc. How big is your eagle? Um, How big do you want your eagle to be? It's your world, baby. I'm just living <laughs> in it. Probably like, I'm asking like a wingspan of maybe like 15 feet. Nice. Uh, beak, you know, probably about like this big. Sharp uh, as fuck, I reckon. You know, claw, like talons, probably like like this, I'm guessing. So, so you're a giant, massive bird of prey. Mm-hmm. So... He doesn't notice you as you descend onto him. Your claws grip into his shoulders like full meat, like you were able to dig your claws into him. 
He lets out an incredible roar of pain. His earth elemental immediately crumbles. And he is now in your giant eagle clutches, free to do whatever you want. But you hear him whispering like he's conjuring Mm -hmm. a spell. Uh, I want to, basically, I want to try to, I want to get his throat so he can't, (laughs) because this is a... With your beak? Yeah. I want to just try to just like like rip his throat out, yes. and crush his so he can't throat. so he can't say the spell. <laughs> he can't, so he can't cast a spell. That is a genius idea. <laughs> Do you fly up with him first? Why not? Sure. Yes. Why not? If I'm able to, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely can. <laughs> okay, I do that. So you fly up with this half orc. <laughs> he is mumbling and whispering his spell. As he does so, you take your giant eagle beak and rip into his throat. As you rip into his throat, there is a shower of blood over the arena and over the the spectators as his neck becomes a blood fountain as you rip out vocal cords, larynx, tongue, lower jaw. He is quite dead <laughs> as you rip his neck from his body. His head, like, with the flesh that's remaining is dangling in the wind like 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 a bobblehead um as you've successfully prevented his ability to cast any spells as he can't talk or say or breathe and you hear a raucous roar from Ares <laughs> as you see him trying to be bathed in this blood shower <laughs> from this half-orc druid. Um, Am I still carrying him? Yes. Your claws are embedded firmly into his back and chest. I want to fly him over to Ares. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you fly above the arena over to the box of the gods. There is a gasp and a look of disgust (laughs) and look of awe and look of pleasure from a bunch of the different gods as you land with a very heavy, muscly, dismembered, beheaded half-orc's corpse I want to, like, right offer in front him. of Ares. You offer it to Ares? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ares loves it. <laughs> he grabs the half-orc from you and picks it up, and he, God, turns the body upside down <laughs> and opens his mouth, and it distends like a snake as he begins to wring the body from the legs down and you see blood and internal organs and bone just begin to pour into his mouth he is covered in the blood of this half orc i unwild shape and i'm back into being in midair no i i landed landed. yeah i unwild shape and also i on, I, I turn back into Joey. And there is a large gasp from the cloud. <laughs> of the cloud of the crowd. Words. Words are hard. <laughs> Who is this? And all the people that bet against the Don't stupid little orphan bet. girl um, are now kicking themselves in the ass <laughs> because they just lost large sums of money because they were hoping she was going to lose. What was she, 50 to one? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, champ. That's 5,000 gold, baby. <laughs> and people are cussing and screaming. Uh, Ares 
picks you up and holds you close and showers you in the blood of this half-orc <laughs> and tells you to open up. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I have a choice. And <laughs> he lets blood just drain into your mouth like a fountain. Like, you've seen a chalet fill over, right? Where this motherfucker came it. from the stands. Ares is in the stands. And he came from to do this? Well, she offered him two Ares in oh, the stands. Oh, okay. So right. he's in the stands. She's in the stands with him. Right, now we're doing a stands thing. Yeah. And right. um, your mouth pours over with half-orc blood. Oh, it yeah, seems like more blood than what should be in this corpse. <laughs> and I'm just like... But, yeah, and um, it gargles out of your mouth and drips down your body and... Ares throws the corpse of the half-orc into the ring, and he looks at you, and he says, I am so incredibly proud of you. Ari guffaws from the viewing <laughs> station, just laughing it up, because this shit is hilarious. And uh, your fight is over. The only way it's going to end is if you go back into the arena and go down back to your gate. Oh, well, I can't wow chip anymore, so I just kind of scamper down. Like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Like, Eris made my way through the crowd. just made a considerable sum of gold <laughs> off of this fight. <laughs> like, a large Suddenly sum. Suddenly the tournament's been canceled. <laughs> no, not even like, at all. We're out and of money, guys. Sorry. Eris is cackling with delight <laughs> watching this happen as her brother drinks and eats the insides of this half orc, and oh, Aries, yeah, that's kind of what he does. And you scamper down and are able to go back to your arena. There is nobody that is looking at you <laughs> or making eye contact with you. You saw how people parted when Neath would walk through with her daggers. Well, these people didn't part, they got against the walls. <laughs> there are people mashed up against each other as they don't. <laughs> hinder or stop you anyway whatsoever from going back in to get healed if you want if you need it i eh. still have you at 71 h yeah. 71 jelly hp <laughs> but i don't know what the hp was of your animal form so i didn't even keep track of as that as a t-rex he's still 99 hit points okay left. so okay <laughs> so you don't you don't want to get healed you don't need to if you don't want to you can but you don't need to it's your it's your call um yeah, okay, I'll go ahead and get healed. Sweet. And the paladins uh, very hesitantly lay on hands. <laughs> they look disgusted by how much blood and sinew you're covered in, but they heal you back up to full. I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks, Mr. Paladins. Yeah, just uh, uh, don't don't kill us. Oh, oh no! I want to kill you. You guys are you guys are fine. Thanks for healing I me. I walk over to Jelsira with um with a wet towel. Oh, thanks, Neve. Hand it to her. I'm a little wet. It's, I'm, you know, I got, I'm, I got, I got a little dirty from that fight, as you can see. That. Ooh, I'd be hella wet. Mm. Hella wet. That was sexy. <laughs> <sighs> and I just kind of sit down and start eating some baklava. Nice. You don't have your baklava. Oh, that's right. Oh, you don't. Mm. She starts eating her hand. <laughs> I just sit down and I'm thinking, I wish I had my baklava right now. She summons an animal to eat. <laughs> Are there any snacks or anything anywhere? 
No. No Cracker Jacks? Or, uh, I know. <laughs> there's no food. There's lecterns of water. You can go get something mm. to drink. Yeah, hell yeah. Get some water in you. Yeah, okay. I just go start drinking some I water. Drink. I'm like, oh, yeah. that made me I kind drink. of thirsty. And then the board lights up with Ari, Ari. name. And then the gates open up. I walk into the arena, to the, the whatever. The, Coliseum. The ring. The ring area. Sure. And out walks from the other side the monk guild leader. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 Who looks as surprised to see you as you are to see them. And they walk towards the center of the arena very calmly, very smoothly, and they bow deeply and reverently to you. And um, after they bow, they hold their fist out to you much like kung fu movies and they take a fighting stance i reciprocate and as they take their fighting stance you can (laughs) actually see their chi swirl around them from their feet to their legs up their arms into their chest and you can actually see you can actually see her key emanating from her body yeah no how how'd we get matched up in the first round I have no idea. I am as surprised as you are. But on the plus side, either way, I'll very likely see you in the group stage. Yep. And all right then. As you say, all right then, they go into a flurry of blows. Let's go, champ. Like really quickly. <laughs> and there is a mystical swirl and a loud. To you, it sounds like loud thunder cracks in your ear as you were just getting pummeled by key-empowered strikes. You get hit probably four times for for 16 damage. Oof. And these are key-empowered strikes. You feel it. You're down to 86 86 from 102. I was 103. Oh, 103. Sorry, 87. 87 is how the math works. 103, my bad. Okay, so then I guess I'm going to go in for some punches myself. Sure. Yeah, no, we're going to... With my badass gloves on. Boom, the punchy punch. Sure. One attack? <laughs> yeah, one one of those. One sure. punch, man. And then uh, bonus action of the unarmed strike. Yep. Another one. And then the extra attack of a boom, boom, boom. Flurry of blows. Let's do it. Let's how do many, the thing. How many, how many blows are you going to give her? Let's get two, two unarmed strikes with a flurry of blows. Oh, okay. So that's a one, two, and then one, two, three. So five, five. fall together. And I'm doing 11 damage per. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to take, what's 55 halved? No, I mean 11. So the full damage would be a D8 plus a D6. Plus my ability modifier, so yeah, five that would times. be fourteen plus four is eighteen. So wait, what? No, okay. So you said damage. So my damn. So the ability modifier comes in after, right? So the damage is a D eight plus a D six. That's 14. fourteen. So that's seven, and then plus my modifier is yeah. Four, but you hit her five times. Eleven. So fifty five damage. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to have that. Why would we have it? You said it was half. The 55 is is half. The The 55 55 is is the average, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. So (laughs) she... I'm going to take some damage here. She is pushed back by your flurry of blows. You see her cough up a bit of blood. 
Can I then, can I make smoke come out my nostrils? Absolutely. Without expending a, yeah. a breath. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. And she grabs her chest and looks at you, and she gets this grin on her face. And as she looks up at you, she leaps into the air and hits you with one, two, three consecutive kicks while she's still in the air. And then comes down on your head with an elbow. Love it. I've got a lot of respect for her, so I'm yeah. enjoying this. And she is, is too. She's me. just going to go blow for blow, like flurry for flurry. Yeah. And then as she lands, she spins and pushes you back with her palm. <laughs> you feel a slight force um, push you backwards. Not very far, just like sure. three or four feet. And then you can see the key emanate from her hands. Two fucking monks fighting. This is the Gonna shit. Take about twenty-five damage. Someone animate this, <laughs> dude. I know, right? And then she bows reverently towards you, but she keeps her hands up in a in a defensive posture. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm going back in. Bow. Punchy punch. You know how it goes. We're doing it again. We're doing <laughs> fucking unarmed strike. Pa-pa! And then fucking extra attack. Pa-pa! Flurry of blows. Pa-pa! Pa-pa! We're knocking it out again. 55. She's going to deflect two of them. Okay. At least no, of the course. initial blow. Yeah, she's a badass. She's going to deflect. So she's going to take, what, a little less damage than that? So about 34 damage Sure. she's going to take. Right. And she's going to cough hardly and then inhale and breathe deeply and she's going to make her way in towards you she's going to grab your wrist both of them and then she's going to hip toss you over her shoulder and as she hip tosses you onto your back and it's important for me to note that i am smiling the whole time yeah. this is fucking <laughs> she fun. is too she is too. This looks like this is the most fun she has probably had in quite some time. Ari does not mind taking damage. <laughs> and before you hit the ground as she hip tosses you, there are four blows. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Let's go, champ. To your well, the the tip of your dragon nose oh, and your forehead. So three quick ah. successive blows Ugh. as you then hit the ground. And you're gonna <laughs> take probably 15 damage she pulled her punches on this one so you're only gonna take 15 god damn it math Ugh. 57 47 47 you're right 57 does not work with 47 yeah and then she gets down to lean to you she says i cannot sustain any more of your blows if you do decide please pull your punches no oh. For sure. And then she backs up and gets into a defensive posture. She's right. not going to forfeit, but she's just saying, please don't kill me. All right. I'm she gonna... will not live another flurry. I'm going to pop in real quick. Dash. And then pop, pop. But I'm pulling punches if. You know, as damaged as she is, she does not see you weave out of her line of sight. I imagine you're coming in from like a blind side. Oh, yeah. With a quick combination of blows. How many times do you wanna how many times do you wanna hit her? I mean, I'm gonna pull punches for sure. I don't wanna kill her. Absolutely do not wanna kill her. You can her, get so. as many blows as you want and pull the last one before before it would kill her. Okay, so I'm gonna pop that first blow, ba ba, unarmed strike, ba ba. And then extra attack, ba ba, flurry of blows, ba ba, ba ba. 
And so, you know, 55, but pull the punch. But pull the, pull the last pull, punch? Pull, 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 yeah. She did not see the direction in which you were coming from, so you hit her on her blind side, and she is unable to defend any of these punches. She goes to try. She's not as fast as you. She spent a lot of time being sneaky and jumping from shadow. to There are no shadows for her to jump in here. So she gets knocked out stone cold. When the last punch hits, you can see her eyes roll back into the back of her head, and there is quite a large smile on her face. She looks like she is happy that she met someone that could beat her in this tournament, and she collapses on the ground flat on her back still with the smile on her face and i'm gonna i'm gonna put my arms up in the air and fucking <laughs> now i'm gonna look at electo and we'll blow her a kiss oh, oh nice <laughs> and then i'm gonna pick up the 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 monk guild leader and carry her off and the oh. crowd is going to erupt in loud cheers <laughs> Hephaestus is going to scream, oh, yes! And the people are going to, all of the people are going to start chanting your name. A lot of people bet on you nice. to win. That's a good so, bet. Yeah, it was a very safe bet. And you still feel her breathing. It's shallow. It's almost like controlled breathing. Like she's badly injured, probably at zero HP, but she is self-preserved enough and being a monk as high level as you are, you know that she's quite easily going to live this, yeah. but she's doing whatever she can to preserve whatever is life of left of her. I'm going to like stand her up and like raise one of her arms as well. Oh, nice. All the other monks that you can see that were coming out to get their guild leader, they bow reverently. They get on their hands and knees and bow to you. And just make a long line for you to walk her back down. I do that, yeah. We're back down the, the path. I get her healed, yeah. I get me healed too, but her first. And then, first. yeah, the, the paladins and clerics will heal her. Uh, unfortunately, she's out of the tournament because she lost, at least singles anyway. You'll see her again in the groups, oh, don't yeah. worry. And she gets up. <clears throat> she composes herself. She clears her throat. And by gets up, I mean she sits up. And she looks at you and she says, I have not felt blows that vicious in 150 years. Likewise. That that was impressive. And then the other monks get around you and get around her and they start talking about how amazing the fight was and how they felt and heard every single blow. To the average spectator, it was like a blur of color and light and motion. With each strike that you guys placed on each other, there was a vicious flash of key, like a strobe light, that the normal people couldn't recognize. But all the monks recognized the key that was spent in that duel. And they are in awe of both of you. And everybody that's in the arena waiting, you guys, is shaking their head and clapping. And they have not seen two monks fight ever, and they were unaware of the power of the monks. Mm. So there is a whole arena in awe of what two monks just put on for everyone to see. I, I lean over to her and I say, it's a great recruiting op opportunity, yeah? <laughs> That's what I was doing before. <laughs> I smile at her. 
And she smiles and bows to you and then gets up and walks off with the rest of the monks. And she's going to leave the arena to go back to the monks guild. And I, I applaud her as she walks away. Oh, and everybody follows your lead and yeah. they applaud her too. Like if Ari thinks it was a good fight. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. It was a damn Fucking good great, fight. Yeah. And you hear me like, oh, fantastic fight. That's Way right, bitches. Go. Get with it. <laughs> Way to go. And uh, the monks uh, are pretty happy with the show that was put on they seriously thought you were gonna kill her but no, are fuck happy no, you didn't no yeah and then come on baby lawful neutral let's go champ yeah the <laughs> gates will close on your guys's rounds and another name will light up which would have been somebody else but they unfortunately <laughs> could not make it tonight but you hear chance of theobald coming out from the arena like it is a massive cheer for Theobald and you see one of the paladins of Bahamut walk up towards the gate as their name is scrawled across the board paladin of Bahamut is getting ready to go fight Theobald in the first round of singles oh is that time Mm. Oh, and that'll do us for this round of <laughs> Some Would Play. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Please go, keep listening. The Tournament of Blood's only going to get better, and hopefully we will have all the parties here. Singles and uh, Thanks for listening, that everybody. That was awesome. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Jenna is at Jenna Toll. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it.